So, my friends, sermon number three on eight little verses. I am struck by the way in which Paul moves through these eight verses from speaking to us about the ways we are called not to be conformed, but to be transformed in the midst of our lives, that we are called to be transformed for God, not just for ourselves, and then moves on to speak of the ways in which we are together the body of Christ, bound together to be God's people, to be the living, breathing presence of Christ in the midst of the world. And as I said last week, if that doesn't make the hair stand up on the back of your necks, I don't know what will. The notion that you and I, together, are the living, breathing body of Christ is quite stunning. And then Paul moves on to speak to us about the individual gifts with which we have been graced. Now, there are are no two people sitting here this morning or listening later at home who share the same gifts. There may be similarities, but each of us is unique. In God's imagining about who we might be and the gift that we might be individually to the world, There is no limit. The limits are within ourselves and sometimes outside of us. But in God's imagining of who we are and who we can be, there are no limits. And so Paul speaks of the giftedness of those early disciples. And I would remind you, of them. He says that some are prophets, some in ministry, some are teachers, some exhorters, some are givers, some are leaders, and some are the compassionate ones. And in Ephesians, the other text read this morning, there are yet more who are named. And in This passage from Ephesians, Paul speaks of the gifts that God gave were that some would be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry. And so, my friends, my message this morning is simply this. You think of me as ordained. You all see this glowing halo. You do, don't you? This glowing halo that sets me apart from everyone else. There's no halo. Honestly, I am, in fact, no different from you, except that I have been ordained. And we who are ordained are set in your midst to be the pastors and teachers, to equip you for the work of ministry. Ministry does not belong to the clergy alone. Ministry is what the body of Christ undertakes in the midst of the world. 
by your baptism you have been ordained to the ministry of Jesus Christ. When you claim the name of Christ because you say you are a Christian, you claim the power of ministry. And so while, yes, I have this extraordinary privilege, this amazing experience of being a pastor and a teacher, of being ordained, yet it is incumbent on me and on all pastors and teachers to remember this phrase from Ephesians, that we are pastors and teachers, apostles and prophets and all the rest, who are indeed to equip the saints for the work of ministry. Am I seeing halos growing over you? Because indeed, you are the ones to whom Paul is referring as the saints. You don't think of yourselves that way. And a good many of you have come out of Roman Catholicism, and for you, saints are the ones portrayed in the stained glass windows, the ones who did amazing miracles. But you know what? You, too, are capable of amazing miracles. You, for who you are and for the gifts God has given you, are capable of transforming this world. For that's what we're called to be and do. What good is the body of Christ if it exists only for itself? Now, I will say to you, my heart is often heavy. Because what I see in the midst of the world are people whom I know to claim to be of Christ. They claim the name of Christian and then behave in such ungodly, unchristian ways. It isn't just that they hurt me and hurt us. It is that they have a terrible impact on the reputation of Jesus Christ. And so when I say, that you are capable of amazing miracles. What I mean by that is when you live in faithfulness to the gospel, when you live out that which God has called you to be and to do, you can transform the world in your little corner of it or in some great corner of it. Now for me, As clergy, there are many places I cannot reach in this world. But you are in all those places. I can't get to all your neighborhoods. I can't get to the halls of power or the back alleys of powerlessness in our society. But you can. And your witness in those places using your gifts in whatever way you have come to know those gifts, is the way the body of Christ ministers in the midst of our world. Now, my guess is that for some of you, you've never thought of yourself as one of Christ's ministers. 
but it is profoundly true. And I could stand here for the next six hours. I won't. Telling you the stories of the people of the pew, as a friend of mine used to refer to you, the pewees, of pewees who came to know the scripture so deeply, and I don't mean rote memorization. I mean reading the scripture and knowing the scripture so deeply that when a crisis came, they knew what their response needed to be. I could tell you stories of a machinist in Connecticut who transformed the way Pratt and Whitney did its work for a period of seven or eight years because of his Christian witness. I can tell you the story of a nurse in a doctor's office who was so appalled back in the 80s by the doctor firing the office nurse, the one who sat and managed everything for the office, because she had been discovered to be HIV positive. That the nurse from my church, praise God, went to that doctor and said, if you fire her, I leave too. I could tell you story after story of people who discovered through the powerful witness of the scripture in their hearts that they could live it with integrity and power in the midst of the world. If we're going to be the living, breathing body of Christ, if we're going to be what God imagines for each of us, and God does have an imagining of who you individually are and can be, then we need to be the ones who live with integrity, who live by the power of faith, who know that wherever we go, whether it is in those halls of power or those back alleys of powerlessness, we are the presence of Jesus Christ in the midst of the world. Thanks be to God for that possibility and for all of the giftedness which God has given us. In Christ's name, amen.